Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Live from downtown San Francisco, this is 95.7 The Game. And hi again, everybody, and welcome to, well, welcome to game day. It is Sunday, week three, alongside my man Shamari Block. This is indeed Dan Devone. Coming up, of course, later this evening at about 520 Central Standard Time. It'll be kickoff out of the Mile High City when the Denver Broncos will host the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, of course, go into that game at 1-1 one one with Jimmy Garoppolo as the new quarterback. And, of course, a lot of question marks surrounding that of the Denver Broncos. We're going to take you right up until the pregame show. We hand things off to Larry Kruger and Lo Neal. This, you, I don't know, you want to call it the pre-pregame show? That's uh, that's what we got here for you. So I just want to really quick, we'll catch you up on the game that you just heard here on 95.7, the game, the surprise, as Indianapolis stuns the Kansas City Chiefs with a final score today of 24 to, or was it, what was the final here? Uh, 20 to 17. 20 to 17. 2017. Matty Ice with the touchdown drive. Patrick Mahomes, he got his team in position and they just couldn't convert, man. That was that was a game, man. You know, there, there were a bunch of games off, for instance, okay? The Eagles against the Commanders, snore, boring, okay? The Raiders against the against the, the Titans, man. I mean, hey, the, the Raiders, you, you want to have a good game, play the Raiders, okay? Because Derrick Henry looked like he was finished for the first two weeks. He goes up against the Raiders, man. He's looking like 2020 MV, uh, Offensive Player of the Year, Derrick Henry. Well, By the way, wait, 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 before we get back to the game we just heard, yeah. man, the Eagles well, we'll are get to the for Eagles. real. We'll go through all the games oh, yeah. throughout the NFL, but let's just sort of recap what it is that you just heard once again right here on 95.7, the game with the Indianapolis taking care of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is sort of what we're alluding to yesterday. When it's early on in the season, it's really difficult to sort of get your arms around these teams, and a lot of stuff doesn't make sense, and you're trying to figure things out. Well, that typically happens at the beginning of the year, and I would also say it gets accentuated in a year when you had an abbreviated preseason. A lot of these teams are still trying to get to know their personnel. We're seeing Nathaniel Hackett still learning to coach, coming out of the booth and learning how to do it on the field. So teams are just still finding their way, as they typically are this time of the year. But I put an asterisk next to this season because of the abbreviated preseason and a lot of craziness early on in the 2022 campaign, as witnessed by today, when you see not that Indianapolis, which is thought to be in the beginning of the year, a good football team. We don't know necessarily how good or bad, but with Matt Ryan and a good defense in place, you would think that Indianapolis would be competitive. But last week, they get shut out, not only beaten, but shut out by Jacksonville. Now, that leads us to believe that maybe Jacksonville is taking a step in the right direction. And now that you have Doug Peterson and that mess called Urban Myers 
is out the door that maybe Jacksonville is a little bit more legit. But Indianapolis getting shut out and then bouncing back today and beating what was thought to be one of the odds-on favorites as they are every year, just pencil them in, the Kansas City Chiefs could be in this year's Super Bowl. So, again, I think, Shamar, it speaks to sort of the the level of uncertainty when it comes to the NFL, especially in the early stages of the of the campaign, what it is that we witnessed with Indianapolis and their big bounce back today after getting shut out last week in the win over Kansas City. Look, man, Indianapolis, that defense is legit. It has been for a couple of seasons. They bring over Matt Ryan to do just what he did today, drive the team down the field, score the touchdown, win the game, right? So, you know, early in the season, we spent a whole summer – we spend the whole summer evaluating what happened in the draft, what happened in free agency, what this guy looks like in training camp, what 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 happened in this preseason game and that preseason game, and you get to the first week of the season, and you're like, okay, I know what's up. And then three weeks in, you're like, I don't know what's up. And that's the beauty of it. Football is so unpredictable, and you, you, you watch every game, you hang on every moment because of things like this, because... So the because Col- a week after being shut out, the Indianapolis Colts had come and beat the, the Chiefs. Because while while they looked invincible in the first two weeks of the season, the Buffalo Bills are trailing the Miami Dolphins with well, very little time left on the Well, no, 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 no. So, so I don't know that I don't know that this means that that the uh, the Chiefs aren't. Still favorites. Sure. Because sure. you saw what happened. It was 45 seconds left. Patrick Mahomes starts doing Mahomesian things and they almost tie it. And if it would have been 90 seconds left, I have no doubt in my mind that, that he would have scored oh. the touchdown and they would have won. It just wasn't enough time left, man. So the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Now, who are these Colts? That's the question. Yeah. So again, Patrick Mahomes, which was so fun. You and I were watching the game in the studio. <laughs> And even though there was what fourteen seconds left, you're like, "This is he." You, you he know can do this, yeah. That he's got something to say before this is all said and done with. And sure enough, he threw a pass. I don't know how he did it. He was rolling left, and somehow the dude just shot one right from the hip. One of those weird angles that only Patrick Mahomes can pull off. And he threaded a needle, got the ball down to like the forty-five. And you're like, "Oh no, here we go!" But unfortunately, well, thankfully, if you're a Colts fan. They didn't have enough time, and so Kansas City falls once again to Indianapolis. So Kansas City now at one and one on the season. The Colts move to, or excuse me, the the uh, the Chiefs now at two and one on the season. Meanwhile, the Indianapolis Colts improve to two and one as well. So Kansas City, yeah. To your point, when we think about what happened last year. They were off to a one and two start. You remember all the banter that everybody was catching up to the Chiefs. That Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes were no longer that dominant team. And I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of that following the loss to Indianapolis. See, you don't have any of the wide receivers anymore. You got rid of Tariq Hill. You lost too many boys. And these guys don't have separation. You don't have the same sort of explosiveness as you did a year ago. But I think Patrick Mahomes will be fine when it's all said and done with. Oh, absolutely. Meanwhile, other games we're keeping an eye on here in week number three. I think the marquee matchup, at least one of them, are the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Now, everybody, we talked about Kansas City being the odds-on favorite to get out of the AFC. Well, Buffalo is certainly one of those, if not not only the team to beat in the AFC, but maybe the team to beat in all of the NFL this year. Not only 2-0, but a very impressive 2-0. Right now, with 18 seconds to go, the Miami Dolphins are trying to hang on for what I guess could be considered an upset, but Miami looks legit up to this point. Wait, Miami was 2-0. 
This was the battle of two 2-0 teams. Miami has scored a bunch of points. Shout out Millhouse, man. <laughs> Mike McDaniel, who's coming out there. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, 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 hey. Uh, maybe we find out that it wasn't Kyle Shanahan that was a genius, man, after all. Because he's taken Tua and made Tua look like, you know, like look, 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 people had written Tua off. People have written Tua off, well, and through I, the first watching, couple of okay, games. So I'm watching the game. Josh Allen just somehow escaped what should have been a sack on 99% of the quarterbacks, and it's giving an opportunity for them to kick potentially a game-winning field goal. We're going right down, or oh, the game has just ended. It has just ended. They couldn't get his spikes, they man. Could not they could not clock it. Oh, wow. And it has gone final as the Miami Dolphins have improved to 3-0, and and they just took care of the – Mighty Buffalo Bills. So something's brewing down there in South Florida. Hey, check this out, though, man. Tua threw the ball 18 times, only 18 times, but he had uh, 186 yards, a touchdown. They they rushed the ball not, not, not well, man, okay? 41 yards rushing for the Miami Dolphins. And Tua, despite the fact that he only threw the ball 18, 20 times, he kind of carried the day. He was the offense. They scored because of him. Yeah, Chase Edmonds get in the end zone a couple of times on six carries. Outside of that, the Miami Dolphins rushing game averaged 2.4 yards an attempt. 2.4 an attempt. Josh Allen, meanwhile, right? Like, all world, he threw the ball 53. I'm sorry. He threw the ball 63 times. <laughs> Completed Josh 42. Josh go 63 times today? He threw it 63. He completed 42 for 401 yards and two touchdowns, man. Oh, oh, oh my God. So High we were drama. talking about High drama. Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen almost pulled that thing out. It was – so, again, we, we talk about clock management. We had this conversation yesterday in regards to Nathaniel Hackett, who looks completely over his head, at, at least at this juncture of the campaign. It's, it's been, it, but, hey, you, you said – it's early. Let's give him, you know, sure. three games before we decide this dude well, can't manage I, I, the clock. No, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. From last week, no, about, he, he sucked the first two weeks. But clock management again in the game here between the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills in the closing moments. I'm trying to figure out who was the running back. So Josh Allen just made a remarkable. I mean, the guy how he evaded a couple of tacklers to sort of keep the play alive, but it was. Uh, uh, number 40 is, is Von Miller for the Bills, so I don't know. So th- the running was back. It, was it Singletary or was it Boss, man? Those are oh, his two Singletary. running backs. Okay, yeah. Singletary. What's Singletary's yeah. number? Because He don't have is the 26. It wasn't Singletary. Well, Anyways, Zach, Zach, Zach Boss is the, is the other starting running back, and he wears what? And then just didn't go down. 20. He wears 20. Yeah. He, Zach Moss. There you go. You know what the funny thing well, He gets the ball, and then you got to know. You got to get down. There's literally like less than ten seconds to go, and he's running around. The balls at the forty. You got to you again. Having the awareness as coaches, as players, oftentimes is the difference between winning, at least giving your chance to win, and losing games. What's up, Shamari? Well, you, I mean, but you know, there's adrenaline going and all that kind of stuff, and who knows, man? Who knows what happens? But at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Who knows if they make this long field goal, sure, man? But you gotta Who give knows? yourself a chance. You gotta give yourself a chance, man. I'm just saying we gotta give shots out. We gotta give off because again, Josh Allen was all world. He was the offense. Like, think about it. He led the team in rushing. 
And then he threw for 400 yards, okay? Josh Allen, all world, we know what's up. 63 attempts today. On 60, 60, like just the fact that he attempted. He attempted 63 passes. He completed 42. 42 completions. I, I guarantee you half the half the quarterbacks in this league don't even attempt 42 passes, and he completed 42, man. That, that's how dope this dude is. But listen, Tua on 18 pass attempts, on 30, 4, 37 total snaps for the Buff, Miami offense, they scored more points than the Bills. So you can move the ball all you want to between the 20s, but they didn't get it done. They didn't score enough touchdowns. They scored 19 points in this game. All right, we're going to get much more into and is Tua legit? Are the Miami Dolphins legit? Again, keep in mind it's still very early in the wait, season. Wait, wait. Also, is, earlier, Mike, is I, Mike McDaniel legit? No, I'll, we got to. I got to ask you right now, though, Dan. Okay, okay, okay. Like okay. but I, I mentioned that the Indianapolis Colts were two and one. Correction, they're actually one and two. I'll answer that question, but first, let's get out to the phone lines. Drop of the hat. Matt wants to join the program and kicks things off on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. What's going on, Drop? Man, you know everything's good. You know, it's the NFL. There's a lot of good games, but I had the Miami Dolphins upsetting the Bills. Mike McGarry is the real deal, right? It's, it's similar to Kyle Shanahan. He has better weapons over there. Two of you got to do what Garoppolo does. I think Garoppolo is better. But this is my prediction. Niners and Dolphins in the Super Bowl, man. And we'll have a preview of the matchup when they come to Canada, uh, Levi Stadium. What's your take on that? Yeah, well, you know what, man? Hey. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you can throw Deshaun Watson in there despite his problems. Man. The one thing that this team has not done is identify a quarterback. And and Jimmy Garoppolo, he's, he's okay. He's okay. But you, you, you could have had a V8, man, okay? You could have had, had Josh Allen. You could have had Mahomes. You could have had other guys, man. And, and listen, so far, even if Trey Lance turns out to be outstanding, I, I would still say that what they gave up to get him and where they drafted him, that you have to say that that at this point in the game was a mistake. Not that they were trying to get rid of the quarter, not not, they were, not because they were trying to do better at quarterback, just that you picked the wrong guy, man. Because in two seasons you've got zip zero zilch. You, you get you, next year is going to be year three, four, and then you got to make the decision on whether you give him that fifth year extension, which is well, it's not going to be like the forty million or fifty million the quarterbacks are getting, but it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty. Yeah, and, you, and you're not going to have enough time to truly evaluate a guy that is probably still going to be progressing at that point when you have to make that decision. And you're not getting the bang for your buck as you exactly. typically like to during a rookie deal when a quarterback is developing and hopefully winning you some games. Mike McDaniel is clearly becoming one of the storylines early yeah, on in the season. That's what I was going to ask you, man. Yeah, Mike McDaniel, the guy's got a quirky personality, and there was a lot <laughs> of that of the offseason. I mean, he's a funny guy, but you're wondering, okay, well, can you – can you back it up? We know about Tariq Hill going there. We know he's got Raheem Mostert. We know about Tua. We know about a good defense. We know Miami was a, a good team. And with McDaniel bringing essentially Shanahan's offense out there to S- South Florida, the Miami Dolphins once again winning today 21 to 19 now to go 3 and 0 on the season. So when we thought about that AFC East, Everybody was handing things to that of the Buffalo Bills, you know, the New England Patriots. Could they be somewhat of a surprise? The New York Giants, you know, they're another surprise at 2-0 and in the season. But the Miami Dolphins are slowly making everybody believers that they are a legitimate team. Starts with Mike McDaniel, but their quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, I think is also making a lot of people believe. 
say what you will about his arm, but this kid looks well beyond his years. Not only in the way he handles himself when he's talking to the media. I saw following the game today. He had a conversation with Josh Allen in the middle of the field. It looked as though Tua, as he was consoling him, had been in the league for 10 to 15 years. He just handles himself as though he's he's not listening to what it is that a lot of us have to say about him. He looks like a guy that has the soul of a quarterback that's been around a lot longer than just a couple of years. I mean, let's think about when he was at Alabama. Like, he came in for Jalen Hurts, was injured, he was highly coveted. He comes over Jalen Hurts, man, in a, in a in the middle of a playoff run, man, takes over that team, and, and he he plays outstanding. And, like, 18 years old, okay? So this, it's not nothing new for him. There's a reason why they were saying tank for Tua. It, because he's got he's got the, that it factor, man. And I don't know what – well, I, let me rephrase it. His first couple of seasons he struggled because he does have physical limitations, right? But – but you can make up for it with what you have upstairs. Remember over the summer when Tyreek Hill said, hey, Tua, he might not have the strong arm that Mahomes has, but he might be the most accurate dude. I thought Tyreek Hill was – Daniel said he throws the most catchable ball in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, man, listen, you know what? You can get by. You can get by. And you can actually excel if you're accurate, if you can put the ball where, you, where, where it needs to go, and if you got everything going on above the neck – to make all the plays, and he's making it happen. You're contradicting yourself, but I'm going to let you go. That's oh, I'm not contradicting myself, You're man. telling me that you can win if you can just be accurate and not have a strong arm. Come on, man. You know yeah, where you well, live. You no, know where you yeah, live. no, no, you no, no, no. throw no. the ball down the field. I said you can get by. <laughs> I said you can get <laughs> by, true. man. At the end of the day, no, at the end of the day, in the Super Bowl, if we're going to see a, with the big boys. Yeah, we're, we're going to see a Herbert. We're going to see a Burrow. We're going to see a Mahomes. We're going to see guys like that in the Super Bowl who can throw the ball all over the place. So speaking of Burrow, as we continue to pulse throughout the NFL in week number three, he finally gets into the win column as the Cincinnati Bengals beat up on the New York Jets. The final score there is 27-12. The Jets had shown some signs of life. The Bengals, though, you know, there was a lot of question marks whether Burrow was overrated, was last year a fluke, what they did in the second half of the campaign. They get it done today, winning once again convincingly as they cover, if you're into that sort of thing. 27-12, they take care of the New York Jets. The big question for Joe Burrow was not necessarily him. Well, partly it was him, but it was that offensive line. Now, the offensive line was problematic a year ago. They went out and spent money, and they it was supposed to be new and improved, but, you know, 12 sacks into the season after two games, seven last week, and people are asking the same old questions, what's going on? And partly, as I mentioned, a lot had to do with Joe Burrow, who's hanging on to the ball too long, according to many. But they get it back together today, 27-12, to 12, the final score. They're in the win column. It has gone final. And the Tennessee Titans have defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. A final score of 24-22. to 22. So, as much as we talk about the pressure on Nathaniel Hackett, that man out there in Las Vegas <laughs> who takes over uh, for the, the Las Vegas Raiders is now 0-3. The Raiders, the middle of a bagel, 0-3. Wait, can we, can we also loss. remember, though, that the Raiders were a playoff team last season, and the Raider Nation in particular wanted Rich Scangler. Like, oh, he was the interim coach. The, the interim time. coach to take over. They go out, get God Josh McDaniels, and you are 0-3? You're oh, and Wait, by the way, Devontae Adams, you already had Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. You had Josh Jacobs. This was supposed to be a high-powered offense, man. 
Oh, and you add Josh McDaniels, right? Tom Brady's offensive coordinator. He he made Mac Jones look look like somebody. But but is maybe he's still the same guy that thought drafting Tim Debow was the answer to your franchise's problems, man. I don't know. So the Titans, after looking so bad a week ago, and everybody thought, hey, listen, man, suddenly Derrick Henry looks very pedestrian and somebody that you can actually tackle, not that scary guy as he was the last couple of years in the NFL where he just dominated. And Ryan Tannehill. People like it's over Tannehill, but he bounced back with a decent game today. The Raiders, once again, I think one of the storylines in a negative way, sorry, Black <laughs> Hole and Raider Nation, but yeah. 0-3 to start. I don't think a lot of people saw hey, that. Ra- Ra- Raider Nation is used to this. Listen, the Raiders are the Raiders. And it, listen, if the Raiders fan, if the Raiders started winning, like I think Raiders fans would be confused and lose their mind. They're like, what, what, how do we celebrate a successful franchise? <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Raider Nation. I love you, man. But come on, the, Ra- the Raiders are the Raiders. Because they're the Raiders. All right. We'll continue to go throughout the NFL, including some some more surprises in the National Football League. The Patriots get beat by the Ravens. Also want to talk about Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers beat the New Orleans Saints and Jameis Winston losing once again. We'll continue here on week three of the NFL, run down the scoreboard, and then, of course, we focus in on the big game coming up later tonight. Sunday night football sees the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. All that and more, Shamari Block and Dan Devone just getting started before we hand things off to Lo Neal and Larry Kruger. Back with more after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Now back to 95.7 The Game. Welcome to week three in the National Football League. Some surprises that we have detailed and will continue to talk about. It's Shamari Block. It is Dan Devone. One of which, the Las Vegas Raiders getting off to an 0-3 start. And Shamari, of course, anytime you want to go out to the Raiders, Raider Nation has got something to say and they clap back hard on you. So uh, just beware that Raider Nation, that, that it's... It's it's been well noted that Shamari Block has got because they circulate very well. And the, Wait, the word is out. Am I, am I going to need knives sec- out? Am I going to need security to get to my car, Dan? Am I, I have to call the security. Am I just have the security guard downstairs walk me to my car, man? So uh, angry Raiders fans are going to be sitting outside the station with the uh, torches and pitchforks. Like I can't believe he said the Raiders is zero and three. Well, you're just stating fact because they are zero and three. It's the Raiders' the- fault today against. The Tennessee Titans, 24-22 is the final score. At what point do we hear Josh McDaniel's name in hot seats way, way too early? And again, a lot of time for the Raiders. I still think that there's, you know, another shoe is going to drop for that football team. I just think that they're too good. Well, but no, but, but see, McDaniel's that's going to come under some fire. This he, he has to because this was a playoff team last season led by Rick Scangarello. Okay, I just, uh, Rick Scangarello. Everybody, at least all of my friends, my partners that are Raiders fans, like, yo, we should just hold on to him. And they let him go. They bring in Josh Stinking. I love Tim Tebow McDaniels. And you start 0-3, you should be mad. You should be upset. Like If you're a Raiders fan, you should be upset with this outcome. Because, again, the team is stacked. Josh McDaniels was supposed to be that guy. You had a guy that led you to the playoffs, and then you replace him in your 0-3. Yeah, no, that, that, that is a bad, that's not how it's supposed to go. Elsewhere in the National Football League in week number three, as I mentioned, the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield bounce back after that big emotional loss against the Cleveland Browns. And the New Orleans Saints, you know, a lot of this team, oftentimes teams are, are a reflection of their coach and or their quarterback. And I think Jameis Winston, this is who he is. There's sometimes... Where that the thirty for thirty guy, the thirty touchdowns and the thirty interceptions, <laughs> I think it's 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 emblematic of who this guy is as a football player. You just it's hard to know what team is going to show up. But yeah, no, I, I picked the Saints as my dark horse to be a contender this season, and I'm not withdrawing that man. But it didn't look good because one of the reasons why I said that was going to happen is I thought Jameis Winston had cured his turnover woes. Oh, why would you think that? Because in the beginning of last season, through five games, he'd only threw a couple interceptions and a handful of touchdowns. And I'm like, huh, okay, he's got now, – now that was with Sean Payton as the offensive coordinator. Now you got Dennis Allen running things. And, and you get – hey, but 353 yards. How many picks today? Two. But 353 <laughs> yards. Yeah, like, but, that's a guy you can get behind, man. Oh, like, I don't know, man. Like, Jameis Winston has the arm that can throw it downfield – Throw it in the, the, every level of the field accurately, man. He, he is a pocket guy. He's not a guy that's going to run, but he's got a big arm. He's got an accurate arm. And, you know, God, he but you just. Gotta, you got to be smart with the football, and he's not. He was last season. I know, but I'm thinking going back to Tampa Bay where they gave him, Bruce Arians gave him all those opportunities, and it was just like the worst picks at the worst time. Yeah, I thought James I mean, Winston. He always puts up big numbers. He's a he does, good football yeah. player. He but is, yeah. You cannot. Turn it over as often as it's he just, does. It, it's it's the old you know man. If only he could. If only he could not throw thirty interceptions a season. You want to know the funny thing about Jameis Winston? If you look at his numbers though, and you look at you look at his style of play, like he would have been right in perfect like position 
in the 80s, in the 70s, when quarterbacks did throw the ball down the field and throw a lot of picks, but also threw a lot of touchdowns, man. But in 2022, you got to do the Aaron Rodgers. Like, you 30 touchdowns and only four picks. You know, like, that's what a good quarterback looks like in 2022. The Ravens, meanwhile, they win to go 2-1 and one on the season as they beat the New England Patriots, who go to 1-2. and two. The Patriots, who fell victim to Miami in Week 1, looked as though they bounced back against Pittsburgh last week. But, th- listen... The New England Patriots of yesteryear, it's just that. It's in the rear view mirror. I mean, if you're thinking that this is still a championship or an AFC championship type team, uh-uh. Okay, so so do you think that Tom Brady has officially won the breakup? Well, no doubt. I, I think that was official last year. But, you know, Bill Belichick, with this, the guy has been able to draft any weapons. He has no wide receivers with which to speak. Is defense okay? I mean, when I look at New England now, I just see absolute mediocrity, where for decades it was indelible that the New England Patriots were one of the superior, one of the elite teams. You, you see mediocrity? Because I, I see crap. Yeah, it could be. They, they, mediocrity they might suck. Be, they yeah. might, be, might be generous. Yeah, and, you know, like the, the, the stupid thing with the offensive coordinators, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Matt Patricia is your offensive coordinator. I know they don't have titles. They just have these coaches running around, but – Matt Patric- your offensive coordinator should tell you everything you need to know that I, I think Belichick's senility has finally settled in with that man. Well, but what about the fact that they gave up 37 points, man? I mean, I get it. Mac Jones is eh, – he, he threw three picks today, okay? Wow. But you gave up 37 points, man. It, it, New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, it's always been defense. That first Super Bowl they won – Tom Brady was meh, okay? And that defense stopped the greatest show on turf. Bill Belichick's calling card has been defense back to when he was a coordinator well, that's for the New York Giants. Yeah, he's not an offensive guy. You gave up 37 points today, partner. Yeah. What are the <laughs> numbers on Lamar Jackson? Oh, Lamar Jackson, man. Four touchdowns, one pick. He ran for 218 yards. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, he passed for 218 yards and four touchdowns. He ran for 107 in oh, one touchdown. See, there you go. That is he three. ran for 107 and threw for over what 250, 260. Dan, Dan, wait, think about this, okay? How many, how many points is is uh, is uh, five touchdowns? 35. That's that's 35 points. He scored every point. He scored every point for his team, man. And, and it, that's a do it all guy. Well, pay him then, Baltimore. The the so I guess the question then becomes, and this is something that obviously 49er fans can can relate to: Is it sustainable for a guy who continues to run? He had over the century mark today for a, more than 100 yards. But I would I would underline the fact that the way he runs the football – He doesn't get hit. As opposed to that of Trey Lance are entirely different. It's not so much running the football, but just where you're running it and who's running it. And Lamar Jackson has proven that he – going back to his days in high school, man, he has <laughs> that elusive ability. Forget – at Louisville, man. Oh, yeah. my God. With that – I never watched Louisville football on a regular basis until Mark Jackson was there, man. It was, it was insane. And when you see a guy like that, and you go back to Antoine Randall and and every other guy that ever had to that had to switch from quarterback to receiver, it's like, well, they're not going to do that against the NFL defense. Lamar Jackson is doing that against NFL defenses week in, week out for multiple years now. Dan, Dan, they said that he turned down a quarter of a billion. Because he's getting four hundred million, man. Mark my words. Well, if he's getting Mark my words. He's getting four hundred. Well, I think that he wanted the two hundred. Listen, if you're going to give Deshaun Watson 
Watson, $250 million guaranteed. Give me $5 more, I think was his thinking, right? Like, if yeah. that dude can lock up a guaranteed contract, well, then so can I. But I think the problem being there is that it's Baltimore. Baltimore is sort of frugal, and they don't have a history of yo, writing yo, those sort of – especially wait, no, no. guaranteed deals. Dan Devon. Yes, sir. Okay. Four hundred million. I, I, I'll put it like this, okay? Four hundred million. If, if I, if I guaranteed, four hundred million guaranteed. If I am Kyle Shanahan <laughs> and John Scotty's Lynch, going to write that check. Dan, yes, you can't tell me <laughs> that next season you wouldn't. Okay, I, I, you could have Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo. You could have Kyle Shanahan shoe collection, whatever you want. Give us Lamar Jackson. Write that $400 million check for the next decade for this dude, okay? You can't tell me that that if he was running this offense, man. Ho, 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 Nelly. Let's Come move on. on back to the NFC. It's the Lions. People were buying in. They watch hard knocks, and they're like, all right, man, let's bite some kneecaps and do our thing. They fall to the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings get back to their winning ways. The Vikings taking care of the Detroit Lions today with a final score of 28-24. to A lot of people feel as though, because the NFC is so wide open this year, that there is going to be a Cincinnati Bengal version in the NFC, and that team could be Minnesota as the big surprise to come out of nowhere. Not necessarily nowhere, because Kirk Cousins is you – know, They've been a playoff team for the year. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, here's the funny thing, though, is that. But they got weapons. No, everybody acted like the Bengals were this big surprise. Joe Burrow was hurt the season before, man. Before he got hurt, he was looking like a guy that was going to take his team somewhere. But, I mean, in December, they were pretty average, and then suddenly they put it into another gear. So the Minnesota Vikings, they won it 28-24 to to go 2-1 and on the season. But, you know, Kirk Cousins has got – he's got Cook in the backfield. He's got Jefferson at wide out. And they got – they've always had good defenders. And I like that kid. I call him a kid, but Kevin O'Connell, the head coach over there for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He could be the guy to unlock and, and, all of Harris, Harrison Smith's still one of the best safeties in the NFL. And if you have a playmaker at safety – it, it, it's not the same as having a, a edge rusher who's going to get you 20 sacks, but a playmaker at safety helps the running game. It helps the passing game. So that defense is always going it, – it, it, it's never going to suck, right, with Harrison Smith, man, patrolling the back end of it. All right, let's get to the Philadelphia Eagles and the Commanders. Here's another storyline. I mean, is it are, they, are, we will, are we ready after three weeks – and there was a lot of talk in the beginning of the year. You're talking about surprises out of the NFC. Mm-hmm. A lot of people pointed at Philadelphia. Are you willing to anoint them as legitimate after their 24-6 to win today over the Commanders? 340 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks out to my guy Jalen Hurts, man, okay? And the first week week he threw for 300 yards. Like It's kind of funny because people are like, oh, Jalen Hurts, running quarterback, and that's true. But he can also throw that ball, man, for big yardage and make big plays. The the commanders they were they were one and one. Okay, they they weren't uh, they weren't horrible. Carson went through six touchdowns in week one. They scored eight points in this week against the, the Eagles. So you got a defense, you got an offense that is pretty much honestly Jalen Hurts. He was the he he, he was like eighty percent of their offense, man. Three hundred forty yards passing. Only 72-yard rushing, and that includes Micah Sanders and Gainwell and Pascal and everybody, man. Like, this offense is Jalen Hurts, and he's carrying it. He's carrying it in a very Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes kind of way, man. Like, he is the offense, and it's working. Let's not forget they did go to the playoffs a year ago. 
under Jalen Hurts. They were sort of the surprise in trying to get back there again this year. Meanwhile, we talked about this, the show that preceded and the game that preceded our show, that being the Indianapolis Colts pulling the surprise today, one of the surprises, as they take care of the Kansas City Chiefs with a final score of 20-17. to 17. Meanwhile, the Chicago Bears beat the Houston Texans 23-20 to 20 in a game that I think sort of went down as advertised. Two teams not very good, decided <laughs> by a field goal, Justin Fields. However, Chicago now 2-1. Yeah, yo, Chris, Chris Berman, man, my favorite Chris, one of my favorite Chris Bermanisms, okay, is the Bears and the Texans. Somebody's got to win it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you encapsulate this game right here. Like someone was not that someone was going to win this game. Both of these teams weren't going to lose this week, and thank goodness for both of them. Davis Mills, though, two hundred forty-five yards and a touchdown, like man, him. thirty-two like attempts. Him. He he is a guy, Stanford kid. That you know, it, again, it, it's kind of sad because Davis Mills is a guy that you have to do better than. If you have a Davis Mills at quarterback, you have to do better than him, but. At the same time, you can you can make some things happen with them if you have everything right around him. And that's the problem with the Davis Mills of this world is that it's like, okay, if everything's not going right around him, then Davis Mills is effectively – your team's going to stink, right? But if you can get playmakers in a top-notch defense in a running game, then Davis Mills is a guy that can take your team far in the playoffs. Meanwhile, the afternoon game, see the Jacksonville Jaguars will take off – are taking on the – Los Angeles Chargers were quarter in. There is no score. Do we have any idea as to whether Justin Herbert started that game or is it, is it Chase Daniels? Ooh, I don't know, man. Let's see here. We can look this up. Because Jacksonville, I, keep in mind, coming off the performance last week in which they put up, I believe, 24-27 in the shutout of Indianapolis. Indianapolis bouncing back as we detailed with a victory over Kansas City today. So it'll be interesting to see what Jacksonville Jaguar team shows up and whether they have some legitimacy. Well, you want to know what the other interesting part of this is? And when I think about, when I think about uh, Trevor Lawrence and I think about what the best version of him looks like, to me, he looks like Justin Herbert, man. They have the same kind of body. They have the similar throwing motion. They're, they're fast guys, but they're not exactly ex- elusive guys. And I, I kind of think the best version of, of him. So, so you're kind of seeing a, a, a funhouse mirror version of yourself, man, whichever quarterback you are in this game. So not sure whether Justin Herbert, who was a game-time decision. Of course, he's got those bad ribs. Meanwhile, other games and all of these games still in the first, late. Wait, wait, by the, by the way, if I'm Justin Herbert – and the, the the San Diego you know uh, medical staff wants to poke me in the ribs with the needle. I'm like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got here, pal. I just read Keep that thing away from Tyrod me. Tyrod Taylor has launched a multi-million dollar lawsuit. I believe it's against – I want to say it's against Against that, the trainer, probably. Against the trainer, not necessarily the team. Poor trainer. I, okay, I love Tyrod Taylor, man. I, but you can't I think be puncturing it, lungs, bro. Well, but here's the deal. I think Tyrod Taylor – He's got a he's gotten a raw deal everywhere he's went. Like I think Tyrod Taylor could have been a starting quarterback, like a mediocre starting quarterback in the NFL for the past decade. I, I really believe that. That said, like you suing for millions, you weren't you weren't gonna make millions. <laughs> you weren't gonna make millions, man. Come on, get real. You're right? Well, you am, am, I, am I wrong? You bring up an interesting point because a lot of this is just it's situational. Mm-hmm. Who drafts you as it relates to Trey Lance and also timing, right? He gets beat out. He's he's anointed as the guy out there in Cleveland. Yeah. He gets hurt. Baker Mayfield takes over. He never sees the field again. He has numerous situations that he's gone through that are similar to that. We're and like horrible things have happened. Yeah. And you wonder as it relates to Trey Lance whether or not because of the injuries, because of the fact that he came to San Francisco and all of the sort of weirdness 
as it relates to Jimmy Garoppolo, whether his career will ever get to the point where, you know, we never really got a chance to see what it is that Trey Lance could have been. It will, but the only thing is, is that, is that the, because at this point in the game, okay, you know, four starts in, right? So what do I know? Well, I have very little data to, to, to base this on. But I don't think that Trey Lance was going to morph into a top five quarterback, okay? I'm not going to say he can't ever be a top ten, but I don't see a top five guy. Four starts. Who knows what I know? It, four starts into Josh Allen's career, people probably would have said the same thing. So there's hope. I don't see a top five guy. So what you have is a top 10, 15 guy at some point, and that's a guy you got to do better than. You got to do better than a top 15 guy. Maybe not a top 10, but a top 15 guy, your Alex Smith, Trent Green guy, you got to do better than that guy. And I feel right now that that is kind of what we're probably looking at, not not just because of, of any of his shortcomings, because at this point right now, he didn't play his senior year. He, he barely played his rookie year. He hasn't played regularly since 2019. Exactly. It's been a long time, man. Like, the only guy that hasn't played football longer than Trey Lance is Colin Stinkin' Kaepernick, okay? And he's not coming back because it's been too long for him, right? And, and I, you, you start to wonder, when he gets, if and when he comes back next season, if and when he's a starter, well, now he's trying to shake off three-plus years of rust. He's trying to learn the NFL game, right? And it's like, oh, and this is year three. And now I'm in year three. Let's say we get to the end of year three. It's like, hey, I'm starting to figure this out a little bit. We're not going to find out what Trey Lance is until that rookie contract's up. And then it's like, now I want $40 million, guys. And I'm going to be honest with you. Dan, no, you, you, you know how I support this guy. I'm like, let, let, let him walk. Let yeah. him go be a Packer. But there's no guarantees because, again, we have no idea what the future holds, especially when it comes to the 49ers and their quarterback situation. No idea whether he's going to get that opportunity once again, quote-unquote, handed the keys to be the quarterback of the 49ers and for a full year to develop. Now, I don't know. Yeah, he, no, he's going to get that. And, and let me if just... Jimmy Garoppolo takes you to a Super Bowl or if, it, it, again... Dan, okay. Kyle Shanahan does not want Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Like, how many how many, if how many ways? Garoppolo, I would tell him to screw off. Right? How many ways? Yo, absolutely. How many ways does Kyle Shanahan have to tell you... I don't want this dude. He said it for like four years in running, man. So everybody thinks, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo's going to take us to the Super Bowl. And then he's going to, no. If Jimmy Garoppolo takes the Niners to the Super Bowl and wins it, he's going to get the Trent Dilfer treatment. Yeah, but you, you could actually remove Jimmy Garoppolo from the equation. Exactly, This yeah. conversation, if you win a Super Bowl or get to a Super Bowl, are you then just simply going to say, okay, let's run it back with Trey Lance? I just don't think the level of confidence is there with Shanahan and Lance. I mean, it, it my, shouldn't. My point being is that I don't know – Again, with all of this being situational and timing, I don't know if he's ever going to get that opportunity like he had this year of it's all yours. Who knows, man? Because, again, this is going to be year three. And Kyle Shanahan, if you – you need to start planning for Trey Lance's – not his future – you need to start. You need a backup plan to Trey Lance. Like you need a backup plan right now. It's not Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle does not want Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't know whether you draft a guy in the second round. I don't know whether you go out and make a trade. I don't know if you bring Kirk freaking Cousins into town. But Kyle Shanahan, man, knowing that dude, knowing the cold blooded character that Kyle Shanahan is, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is already working on the Trey Lance backup plan, and it doesn't involve Jimmy Garoppolo. 
All right, meanwhile, elsewhere in the NFL, as we speak, these games are in action late in the first – are they in the second quarter? No, they're still in the first quarter. And it's a big showdown out in the NFC West, a game that has implications for 49er fans, and that is the Rams and the Cardinals. And right now, the Los Angeles Rams leading it by a field goal, three to nothing. Two teams that I think, again, when you talk about early in the season, I, I don't know when you're trying to handicap and or decipher what sort of identity these two teams have. Arizona, which had all the offseason problems, didn't look good in week one, and then they bounced back, and that wild, that crazy Kyler Murray you know, the bad toddler running around all over the place and remarkable athleticism in the comeback victory over the Raiders. And then the Rams, which get blown out by Buffalo, bounced back, back last week. So right now it's the Rams leaning at 3 nothing over Arizona. Meanwhile, the Packers. 10 nothing, man. Click refresh. They just went up 10 nothing with a touchdown. <laughs> Meanwhile, another big showdown. Always fun when you get the Packers and the Buccaneers and it's Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. And right now, early on, the Green Bay Packers trying to make it two in a row. They lead it 7-3 to three over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers who come off that big emotional win with a big brouhaha in the fight over the New Orleans Saints. So early on, Aaron Rodgers leading the Buccaneers 7-3 and, of course, well-detailed the problems he's had with his young wide receivers. Meanwhile, it's the Seattle Seahawks and the Atlanta Falcons. That's one of those games that's pretty, pretty putrid with the Seahawks leading that <laughs> Some, thing. Somebody's got to win it. Leading it 10 to seven. We'll take a quick look at the standings as they are right now. And as we talked about, the Eagles off to a surprising 3-0 and start. The other undefeated team, the New York Giants, you talk about surprises. And the Cowboys at 1-1 one and one of the Commanders after losing today at 1-2. and two. Uh, The Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks all 1-1, one one, as are the San Francisco 49ers. The Vikings improving to 2-1 and one after their win, tied with the Bears in the NFC North at 2-1 and one as well. And the Buccaneers at 2-0, taking on, as we talked about, the Green Bay Packers. All right, so that leads us to tonight, the showdown with the San Francisco 49ers and the Denver Broncos. Once again, it's a 5-20 kick immediately following us. We hand things off to Low Neal and Larry Kruger for the pregame show. They could take you right up until kickoff as the Niners trying to make it 2-1. As Kyle Shanahan going back home, and I've, I've told you this, man, that he's trying to – Make it. He's trying to make it sound as though it's very pedestrian, just another game. And of course, he wants to win them all. Uh, I rest assured, he wants to beat the crap out of Denver, and he also wants to stick it in the face of the Denver Bronco. Now it's different ownership. It's these yahoos that own Walmart. They got more money than God, but he don't like Denver. Okay, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. I could I could want to knock Mike Tyson out all I want to, okay? But but you, you, when you were a kid, you ever watch a scary movie, and then like a scary part comes on, and you cover your eyes. When Russell Wilson breaks oh, the pocket, you're still I, I cover my eyes. I cover my eyes because something horrifying is going to happen. And until until they until they prove that they can overcome Russell Wilson and this voodoo hex that he has on them, then I, I'm going to be nervous about any game. Like if Russell Wilson was quarterbacking the Jacksonville Jaguars today against the Niners. I'm like, uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. It's Russell Wilson. Now, you know, when I was talking about the Denver Broncos and why I think Kyle Shanahan wants this so bad, I take this back to 2017 when he started his coaching career with the 49ers. Rumors had it he wanted to go to Denver. Instead, the Broncos handed the job to one Vance Joseph. That compounded with the fact that it was 15 years before his old man, the most successful coach in the history of that franchise and the two Super Bowls he brought to Denver doesn't get into the ring of honor, and it was prolonged and it was delayed. And I think those things, 
It's a conversation he and his old man have had. And I'm telling you, man, there's an asterisk next to this one for Kyle Shanahan. Don't you think he's happy that he went to the Niners and not that dysfunctional thing they got going in Denver? I would agree. And, of course, the Monday night matchup sees the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. All right. We continue here on 95.7 The Game. We focus in. On the game that matters to people around here, Niners, Broncos, we break it down with Shamari Block and Dan Devone. Back with more on 95.7 The Game right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.